Well, ladies, welcome to the final podcast for this year. We'll be starting back again on January 10th with season four of the Genius Podcast. What I thought I'd do today in the last week before Christmas is just to give you some insights and some thoughts around how you can begin 2023 in the best possible way and how you can lead into Christmas. I think that we forget that Advent in the church liturgical seasons is actually the beginning of a new year. Our new year as Catholic women does not begin on January 1st. It actually began at the start of Advent. And so I want to talk you through a couple of ideas, thoughts, tips, tools, and insights in today's podcast. We've had Laura Rowland and Father Ken Barker giving us some thoughts and insights into how we can prepare our hearts to receive Christ this Christmas. So this week, you're coming into the busy week leading up to Christmas, and it can be so full of many mixed emotions and stress. For others, it can be a time of peace and calm. For some people, it can be a time of great grief and loneliness. And for others, gathering together with friends and family. So wherever you find yourself, I am really hoping And it will be my prayer for each one of you that your Christmas is blessed and that somehow in this final week as we lead into Christmas and head into the new year, that you can actually carve out some time and space to reflect on how you're going to receive Christ this Christmas. And I want you to be really intentional this week to possibly go to adoration or just create some moments of space and solitude for Christ to come and be present with you in your heart. Sometimes we actually have to create time. I know I'm guilty of saying I just don't have the time. But we actually have to create that time. So the invitation for you this week, ladies, is to get really intentional about how you can carve out some time and space just to press pause and to breathe and to really reflect and enter into this Christmas week. So what I'd like to do in today's podcast episode is as we round off the year, I'd like to have a particular focus on how you can prepare and walk into 2023. And as I said, our new year doesn't start on January 1st. Our new year has actually begun. The church in all her wisdom gives us these beautiful liturgical seasons to mark our life and to give our lives rhythms to live by because she knows that we're not meant to just spin from one year into the next. There needs to be a breaker point where we can step back, where we can pause and reflect and really think about where we're going in life and where the Lord is leading us. So each year between Christmas and New Year, we as a family take a great big pause and the podcast will take a pause too until January 10th. And so today what I want to do is just to talk to you a little bit about New Year's resolutions, reflecting on the year that has been, and then walking intentionally into the year that is to come. So there's a couple of things I'd like to give you. The first one, and these are things that we do in our life as a family and that I've I guess, cultivated these practices in my life over the last number of years. And they have been very grounding and very helpful in terms of, I guess, reflecting on the year that's been, but not so much through the eyes of regret, but through the eyes of prayerfully considering under the gaze of the Holy Spirit, what the Lord was teaching me and where he wants to lead me. And I think this is really the key here, that regardless of the kind of year you've had or the hopes and dreams you have for the coming year, that the invitation here is to come before the Lord 
and to really reflect under the gaze of his Holy Spirit on your life and what he'd like to do in your life. So here's, I'm going to give you four points, four practices that I have cultivated in my life and that we teach in the masterclass. And I think that they're really powerful. So I really want to encourage you, if you've got a pen, to take some notes and to perhaps over the coming week and the week, especially between Christmas and New Year, it's such a beautiful time to just take that pause. Everyone sort of is in their own little bubble in that time and it's a beautiful time just to step back and reflect. So the first one, the first, I guess, tool that I'd love to share with you in, and I guess how we begin the new year is to look at the year in review. So to come before the Lord and to look at the year that's been. And so I often use the examine to do this process. I go to adoration and I take the examine and I just reflect on the year what's been. And the examine really sets the scene for what's in your heart, like what's been buried over the course of the year. Because if you're anything like me and a typical woman, we always get about the business of just keeping on, keeping on going, keeping up with what we have, all the responsibilities and all the plates that we're juggling. And what can happen in that, I guess, attempt to keep all the balls spinning is that we bury things in our heart. And when we do bury things, we can, I guess, cope for a little bit, but eventually they're going to come out. And sometimes that can come out as anger or resentment or bitterness or depression or anxiety. And so that's why this process is really important and really, really beautiful, I guess, as a reset. So if you don't have a copy of that examine, I'm going to put a link to one that we use in the notes, the show notes below in the podcast. Okay, so the year in review, having a look at what's been. Now, one of the things I like to do is to start with a gratitude list, looking at the things that I've been grateful for in the year. And I think this is really important. And neuroscience shows us that this practice of gratitude actually trains our brains to look for what's working and what's been going well, because our brains are naturally wired to search out all the negative things, all the things that aren't working because our brain is trying to help us survive. But this process of reflecting on the year that's been, I really want to encourage you to begin, even if it's been a really, really hard year, to begin with gratitude. Just make a list of all the things that you're grateful for when you look at your year in review. And then have a look at the ways in which God has called you to grow. And as you review your year in his presence, we start with gratitude and then we move to repentance. We just ask forgiveness for the ways in which we might not have honoured our bodies, our minds, our relationships and our relationship with Christ himself. And then I really pray for the grace. I ask the Lord to really come and just reveal to me, I guess, the areas where he wants me to put my focus in the coming year. So gratitude, repentance and grace um, is where I begin when I'm looking at my year in review and I do this with that examine tool. So that's the first practice that I've cultivated. The second practice is really praying for a word for your year ahead. Now, I first came across this concept. I read a book by a psychologist about 10 years ago and she really recommended, I guess, praying for a word from the Lord. And this word becomes an anchor and a focus point, which helps you to be really intentional about growing in one particular area over the year. Now, we can force that and we can think maybe this is the word I meant to have, 
But when we come before the Lord in adoration, we spend a little bit of time. So in this week between Christmas and New Year, go for a walk and just have a think. What are the themes that are stirring in your heart? What are those areas that are coming to the surface consistently? And then asking the Lord, prayerfully asking him for a theme. So what what are those themes that you keep hearing about? And then honing in and choosing just one. So that's the second practice. The third practice, which I strongly recommend, is to take inventory. Now, I really recommend that you do this annually, if not quarterly. It's a really beautiful process. And once again, in the masterclass, we take women through a whole module on what it means to take an inventory of your life. And I have done a condensed version. And once again, that link will be in the show notes, how to get your year off to the best possible start. So what I would suggest and what we do each year, and we do this during this pause, is taking inventory and we take a look at what's working in our life, what's not working, what's confused and what actually needs attention. And we look at these four questions through the different dimensions that we're living our life. So we look, we do a personal inventory, we look at an inventory of our marriage, of our parenting and our work and our relationships. And we look at where we're going over the course of the year. And this is a beautiful process because often when you see it written down, it's like, oh, that's a hole. That's something that needs attention or that might spark a thought about how you might create change in a particular area. So Habakkuk in the Bible, this beautiful book in Habakkuk says, write the vision down so they that see it at a glance can run with it. And so I think the process of journaling and writing down your year in review is actually really powerful because sometimes we can end up spinning in our own heads. And when we take that and we put it on paper, we create a little bit of distance and objectivity between what we've been doing, what we want to do. And our ability to really think and be intentional about engaging with those desires. Okay, so that's the third practice is taking inventory. The fourth practice then is putting rhythms into the calendar and putting some rhythms into place in our life that will really help and see us flourish. So in the masterclass, we take women through four rhythms of renewal. We look at a rhythm of rest, a rhythm of restoration, a rhythm of connection, and a rhythm of creation. And so we often say that we can't look at where we're going to use our gifts or what we want to do until we go back to the beginning and we've rested. And then we've been restored. And only once we've rested and been restored, can we then look at how we're being called to give in our relationships and then how we're called to step into our mission and our purpose and serve with our gifts and contribute in that capacity. So this week of rest and pause is a beautiful rhythm that I really want to encourage you to give yourself to in this season. It's a beautiful time and I really want you to give yourself to this as well. So I also want you to have a look at some of your habits. So here's the thing that everything that you do and all of your habits shape, I guess, the outcomes that you're getting in your life. And so when you're putting rhythms into the calendar, and we we have to remember when we have a goal or a plan, it's just an idea until we put it on the calendar. Because when it goes on the calendar, it becomes an event. So we need to schedule first what matters most. So what are the areas that have been really lacking in your life this year? 
and then taking a look at how you can schedule and prioritize those in the coming year. So taking a look at what your calendar looks like. What are the particular seasons for in your life? Like what are you being called to in each season? And I think this is really important to reflect on our value. So for Jonathan and I, our value is on marriage and parenting. So we have to make sure that our values and the season we're in are aligning with what our calendar is actually looking like. So putting things on the calendar and scheduling things first, which matter most, is really important. So I've actually got my diary and my new calendar. I got that about three weeks ago, and I'm already in my planning phase for next year. So I've already scheduled in when Jonathan and I, we try and go away once a term for a night together, and I've tried to arrange babysitting. And this year, I'm actually going to book it. So we're absolutely committed to it. And then just to take some breaks throughout the year as a family, whether it's going to the coast or just having some time off, these are some of the rhythms and practices that we want to work into our family. So I wonder what are some of the rhythms and the practices that you want to work into your life as well. So we really need to think about, I guess, the year ahead and where we're going, but not just where we want to go, but where the Lord is calling us to go. There's a great saying that if you do what you've always done, then you're going to get what you've always got. Einstein's definition of insanity is to keep doing the same thing, but expecting a different result. So if you're spinning in overwhelm and if you've had a rubbish year and if you want this next year to really be a year of personal growth in holiness, in just who you are as a person, then I want to really encourage you to put into place some of these rhythms and practices over this coming week. Now, another thing that we have on offer here at the Genius Project is the Masterclass. And now is a really good time. If you've been looking at the Masterclass and sitting on the fence, maybe it's time to commit and set yourself up for the coming year. We'll be wrapping up another Masterclass in February and I'll be kicking off a new cohort mid-February. So if you're interested in joining the Catholic Women's Masterclass and I guess getting some help and some tools and some really practical ideas on how you can build healthy rhythms into your life, then I invite you to check out the website, the Masterclass page, www.geniusproject.co. All right, so that brings us to the close of this mini episode on setting yourself up to flourish in 2023. Ladies, we don't want to just roll into another year. So as you walk towards Christmas Day this week, my hope and prayer for you is that you would receive Christ in a new and a powerful way, and then you would carry him into the coming year. So God bless you. Thank you for staying with us on this journey at the Genius Project and season three. It's been a wonderful year and we've got some really beautiful guests lined up to kick off the new year and they're going to give you some very powerful insights and I guess flesh out some of what I've started talking to you about today. So ladies, have a very blessed and holy Christmas and I look forward to joining you again on January 10th. God bless.